Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, welcome to the mail bag, the mail sack, the mail scrotum, if you will. Where's the jingle? It's Where's overflowing. The... There's no jingle this week. Fuck the jingle. We're going right, straight okay. into it. Fuck the jingle. We're going straight into it with some a- an angry email directed at Lewis Brindley of the Yogscast. I love these. Uh-huh. Triforce. Okay. Why does Lewis hate footballers? Hi, <laughs> I'm just wondering why Lewis hates footballers and particularly Carl Walker so much. Over the years, Lewis has brought up on several occasions how unpleasant his experience meeting Carl Walker was, and he seems to take it out on all footballers in general. Whenever footballers are brought up, he belittles them. In a recent TTT episode, Lewis said that footballers have the mind of children. Where does this come from? Was Carl Walker really that bad? Was it weird that Lewis never says that Carl Walker was mean or rude, but that he was awkward and uncharismatic? Cut the guy some slack. He's not an entertainer. He's a footballer. I also think it's important to note that Lewis did his prospector voice the entire video, so maybe it wasn't even Carl Walker's fault for being awkward. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's got you there. He does have you on that Unless you've met him, you can't comment. But I also think a lot of people are awful, right? Like a lot of people, a lot of celebrities, a lot of YouTubers, a lot of streamers. You a do. Lot of these, it, in my a experience with Lewis, Lewis does have disdain for. I guess my assumption is that they're going to be awful until I have met yes, them. Yes. Yeah. And then if they turn out to be really nice, which actually, do you know what? Most of the ones I actually have ended up meeting have turned out to be super, super nice, or at least on the surface. Including Carl yeah. Walker? Uh, well, no. Um, you haven't changed your mind? In specific case. But I think, uh, look, I also, uh, we, we did a, we went out to a thing yesterday, we did some axe throwing. And, oh, how um, was it? It was fun. And Carl Walker kept, was there. Was Kyle Walker kept, there doing better than you? I kept chucking the, um, axe. the axe, axes over the top of the target. <laughs> right. And I was like, still better than the old England strikers, though. <laughs> like, so I, I, we made I it to still... semi-final of a World Cup. Did anyone laugh when you said that? What's wrong with you? Well, I I don't know because I I did it. I did it into to, <laughs> my radar was off. I'm not sure. <laughs> what did I, I told you yesterday when you said you were going to the axe throwing to let the axe do the work and you're just directing it? I bet you were trying to absolutely fucking chuck it, weren't you? Yes, I was. Yes, yeah. I was. I I, you put I your whole listened to your information it. for like five minutes. The thing is, I saw everyone else chucking these axes. Like, everyone was doing axe throwing, okay? And the instructor is like, he's got this gigantic axe, and he stood like a fucking meter away from the, the target. And obviously, he just like, just just touched. Like, it's like he's throwing a dart so gently. Like, you know, he's got his pinky stuck out. He's like, uh, like into the dartboard, yeah. right? And it's like, you're throwing a fucking axe. You want to, you're trying to chop an orc's head off with that shit, not fucking wimpily dribble it into the fucking dark target i do anyway i I obviously watched other people doing it right um which was the other people i was with ben tom duncan and they're all following the instructor and you just thought you knew better sometimes they were looking a little bit cool but mostly they were not looking cool um doing it and i think it was because they weren't putting any oomph into it beast into it any like any any anger they managed to uh, hit the target ever they did hit the target if you were in a battle lewis chucking axes around all you're doing is supplying throwing axes to the enemy that's that's what, <laughs> what you're do you doing mean? You're i'm taking out the second them. and third ranks of those orcs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm is, is out man. there playing chivalry too meanwhile everyone else is doing axe throwing <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> right, man it'd uh, be but, so funny if you listen to a podcast like just some random podcast and uh, the guy on it was like let me tell you a story i went axe throwing and uh i don't know if you know this guy lewis from the orcs cast <laughs> <laughs> He was throwing the axes kind of guy. above the target. He's not my—he's not what I expected, you know. Just, uh, just, just wasn't listening to instructions. It's like he was playing a game of chivalry think, uh, two out there by I himself. Think YouTubers have the minds of children. <laughs> is what I, think. I think as I get older and older, I get 
less and less tolerant of, of, uh, of no, people. No, I get it. I get All right. It. No, and, it's cool. Um, it's cool. So, we're, yeah. just, we're just joshing you. Oh, that the, was from uh, Miles, by the way. Thank you, Miles. The, uh, the, the worst is when you meet somebody that um, people hype up, hype up, hype. You know, like these people that are just like hyped up beyond and any reasonable means sort of thing, right? They're, they're like super hyped. And then you go into meeting them with like a, oh, I'm not going to believe the hype sort of thing. <laughs> like you don't even give them a chance. Yeah. Maybe that? that is it. Maybe as an England footballer, I'm expecting some of the more yeah. interesting ones, you know, like the panelists on Match of the Day, you know, mm. those, those charismatic well, the Charismatic beasts. like Alan Shearer. I mean, the, yeah. the dude's not charismatic. I was on being camera. sarcastic. I see. Period. Okay, sorry. Yeah. It was too subtle. It was even a, it was a well layered joke it about how so awful good. match of the day is. You're right. It was. Carry it on. was very good. All right. Here's the next email. This is from Jack. This is for Sips. Oh no. I am writing to no. It's okay. I'm writing oh, to inquire about the current state of Sips Garden and the oh. war against bee and snail kind. In Triforce episode 18, that's September 2016, Sips discussed the imminent destruction of his flower beds to be replaced with more turf due to his lack of time to look after the flower beds. You were, of course, you, meaning me, uh, were, of course, rightly concerned about the wildlife that relied upon those flower beds and referred to his actions, and I don't remember saying this, as a one-man bee holocaust. Yes. Uh, Much to your disagreement, (laughs) Sips claimed to have a five-year plan uh, after which his children would be old enough for him to bring back the flower beds and focus on the flowers, on growing flowers. Astute mathematicians will recognize that September 2016 is approaching seven years ago. Has this well-thought-out piece of delayed conservation been put into motion, or was this simply a false statement to divert attention away from his gross garden genocide? No, you Um, know what? It's uh, it's actually kind of been working out. Uh, in, 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 In a very roundabout way that maybe I can only pull off? I'm not sure. Okay, listen to this. Uh, because since we've had the other baby, we haven't had much time to that, be... By the way, can I just interrupt very quickly? That was Jack's next point, was that he understands you've had a baby, yes. so this might have pushed things back. So continue. It, it has pushed things back. There's some some of the plans have been realized, though, uh, amazingly. Like uh, some, some of the plans that we had to move some stuff around and get rid of some stuff has worked out. Another thing that we never planned for, but has sort of kind of worked out, um, we haven't had much time to tend to the garden or do much gardening at all. So it's it's pretty wild back there right now. Mm. Uh, we haven't paved it over or anything. There's still a lot of stuff growing. It's just growing like crazy. But That's good though. The na- yeah, nature loves that shit. Well, recently they were like, leave your gardens natural. It's better for the animals and stuff. So now... Right. When people come over and they're like, holy crap, your garden, I just say, yeah, I know. Well, I'm just trying to go all natural for the animals. <laughs> and it, right, and right, it, right. it works. This is perfect for you. It's worked out really good for me, yeah. Because it well, means I mean, that okay. I can I justify like very all, easily being lazy. Very good, very yeah. good. You're, you, you're not, you've not got no like, homeowners association telling you to, no. to keep it, turn it into a lawn or anything, which no. is obviously terrible. No. But at the same time, Sips, I feel like your whole garden is th- not it's not a gigantic green space no right? it is it's not, not an no. acre no or, or even i mean i think a, a prisoner who was imprisoned in your garden would be disappointed by the cell yeah that he was given sure do you know what i mean yeah well, it's, it, you're saying you that could, sips's garden is worse than the inside of a prison cell it's like five paces across it's not a huge garden ten paces no, it's, it's, it's not great it's but yeah, it's, it's enough right yeah it's enough I mean, if there was more of it, it would just be more untended. <laughs> I think if you yeah. live in the if you live in the countryside, you'll you'll have a bigger garden. Than yeah. Sips. And if you yeah. even if you live in this, most cities, honestly, and well, it's, I, certainly if you live in America, I live but. just outside of like the the major town, so it's it's built up. Yeah, yeah but there's I mean, not a lot of yeah, Jersey. Yeah. Everywhere's Jersey's at premium. You know, it's, it's pretty kind built of, up. Yeah. I don't think anyone else. I mean, compared to the street you're on, actually, you probably got a bigger garden than most of the people. But I don't know if it's like um, that. Do you know what I mean, like, what's the footprint of you getting rid of a flower bed compared to like? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, <laughs> anything that anything that we change or get rid of will, will mean just benefiting day to day logistics stuff. You know, like we had we got rid of a flower bed that was. Making it tricky to, to park on our driveway sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know, depending the angle or, or whatever. Oh, that so, one. Yeah, that I mean, one. That, 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 you might as well replace that with a fucking plant. plant, plant no, no, no there's mean? just nothing there now. Yeah. It's yeah. glorious. I mean, you can actually get the uh, the cars, like, on the driveway and stuff, so. I'm defending you, Sips. I'm on your yep, team. he's on your side. Don't worry. Yeah, but I know, that, I know that the email wasn't serious either. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. I enjoyed it. I want to... It's this, great, this, great to get an update. Yeah, How's thank this, you. Yeah. Episode 16, wow. my God. This is uh, this one is called Man Fights Deer with Bare Hands and Wins. We've really opened 
fucking floodgates for things about people fighting deer here. Um, yeah. So th this is from James. It's a hot topic. It is. Uh, so we agreed that there was no chance a man could beat a deer in a fight. He then sends me a YouTube video called Barehanded Deer Catching. Um, and this guy uses... Uh, some kind of headlock to catch a wild stag barehanded. Yeah. So everything you guys said was completely wrong. That's what James says. Now, hold on a sec, James. We no, no, we James. We, we stipulated un un very clearly what the rules of the engagement were. This guy in this video hides himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator style, covered in mud, in, yeah. a, in a, in a wa area of water, and when the deer comes by, he ambushes him. We are yeah. not talking about an ambush situation. No. We he are saying... A, he, and also, he is... We're talking about everyday you know I mean? people like, who have no outdoors experience. Right. The average person. Not yes. someone who is going to be about somebody half naked devoted their whole life to this one moment that they've right. captured on and film. And he's dumb enough to film it because I wish the deer had gored him. This was He just gets it in a headlock and then drags it back because so, he has to chase it a bit. We're yeah. saying that the deer, for whatever reason, we have managed to send it a signal, you must kill this person or it is going to kill you and you cannot run away. Yeah. Another email talking about how it, persistence hunting, I, I think we've spoken about this before, was the way that a man, early man, would would hunt animals without weapons and stuff was you just run them down. And yeah. that's still, still a, in parts of Africa, that is still practiced as a, as a hunting system for a lot. Sure. You know, there are some people that still live the old ways. Yeah. You just run after them and eventually they get so tired because they sprint every time they see you, they sprint and eventually they get tired. It's the yeah, heat yeah. of the African savanna, you just run them down. No, we're this very is much not talking. A fight. Yes. This we're is talking clearly about not a fight. People who have never been around a deer before are some somehow in a situation where they have to fight one in order to live. I think that this all comes from the idea that so, something like 30 or 40% of people in America think they can fight a deer right. one on one and win, right? Whereas, in fact, what we're dealing with here is like, yeah, a lone, a, a killing machine. Probably, <laughs> you know, this if he doesn't have a fucking beard... He and doesn't have a beard. maybe a no because no, it would uh, it would throw off all of his predator camouflage that he's put on for the this, ambush. This oh, dude right. looks like you know, you know that primitive technology channel where the guy just doesn't do any narration, just makes old shit. He, oh, look, yeah, he looks like that. Like this guy looks like that. Just guy. a skinny guy in some shorts. But he's pretty. I mean, he's not jacked, but he is he is ripped. You know what I mean? He's like just, he's an outdoors. Yeah, man. yeah. Okay. He's, he's not like huge, but he's sinewy. Does he represent the average American person? No, no absolutely not in a million no, billion. No, the fucking average years. American person now has to be like the humans on Wally. And Wally, I knew Wally reference was coming. <laughs> no, it's but been, it's one, true. One of the though. most important moments in your life was was seeing the it's a core one memory. Of these guys in that Wally. I'm movie. telling you though, it's <laughs> uh, it's 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 frightening how accurate it is. It, it's seeming now when you go back and watch it, you just think, holy shit. They yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. They knew. So anyway, so I I understand. I think I think we can see like individual badass humans find who who know what they're doing, right. winning bouts against wild animals that are on berserk mode, fighting to the death in a cage match. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like the mountain from Game of Thrones. That lad is one of the strongest men in the world, probably one of the strongest men that ever lived. Pretty sure he's got a decent chance against a yeah, deer. The, importantly, the question is not could you kill a deer, right? But could you run a, win a one on one fist fight? You are unarmed against a and yeah. it, it's trying to kill you. Uh, it's not trying to run you away. Have, you have no experience or preparation in yeah, the field. You're just of... a regular guy. Well, no, you, you're you. That's the point. Yeah, no, not, you're you. No... <laughs> you are you, even worse. We're just assuming you have no experience <laughs> fighting deer. Maybe you guys have got tons of deer murdering experience that we don't know about. Yeah, let's move on. Here we go. Next email. Uh, this is called, and I'm not quite sure what this title means, but we'll see. Triforce Mailbag Men Confidence. I thought this was spam at first, but it's not. This is from Alex from Colorado. Right. Uh, and Alex seems to have a bit of a bee in his bonnet. Um, just, with who? Just, or well, just generally? Women, it turns out. Just oh. bear, bear with me here. Okay. A lot of women on the interwebs these days will make fun of a statistic that says the majority of men think they could successfully land a plane in, emergency con in an emergency <laughs> if the pilot died this is exactly the same as <laughs> yeah, this is the deer thing again. One. Yeah. As long as they had instructions from air traffic control. Maybe I'm yet another dumb man, but I 
don't really think I could do it. I've played <laughs> fight sims and Star Wars Rogue Squadron <laughs> extensively. This is like no, that sure. post that was on no. recently about how oh. this guy thought he could uh, he would survive the implosion of the uh, of the, the the Titan sub. Really? <laughs> yeah, and just swim to the top. <laughs> I would just I just stretch my arms out to the side and hold it in. I just I reckon I could hold an, an implosion against. Forty thousand psi pressure. The key is to just go empty your lungs first, and then just. <laughs> it is a bit like that, though, because I think everybody uh, kind of thinks, "Nah, you oh know, I, I probably could. I, I, I'm great under pressure and stuff." But in reality, I, I think, oh my uh, god, that's not what it means. I, th I think honestly that I, I love the confidence of the average person. That's yeah. why we are where we are. That is because yeah. of, you know the first. I mean, we're going to do caveman stuff again here, forgive me, but it goes to the root of who we are as a people. The first time that we, as a species, hunted the woolly mammoth, one bloke was like, I reckon I could take that. <laughs> oh, down. Me, me reckon me can take that. Look. I, I, oh, thought, uh, I thought sheep, not much bigger than sheep, also woolly. Me take. No, okay, oh, good luck. You know? yeah. I'll dream Someone about had this to do day. that. <laughs> me wait. That Woman but, think but, man not kill mammoth. <laughs> Woman in cave network always say man can do. I can do. I'll kill. Women be messaging each other on cave painting saying that men always say they could fight mammoths. Men be very stupid. Well, we shall be sure. Well done, uh, Alex. Thank oh, you. Oh, fuck me, man. That is so funny. <laughs> no, I, I no, get no, it, though. No. Just, just, before totally... we, just before we finish, fucking hell, I got to flip Terry over in a second. <laughs> He's on his back. Um, I get it, though. I, I think everybody's been there where they think, you know what? Like, I could do that. But the reality is... Everybody on that plane is probably dead. If the if the, yeah, if the pilot's gone, unlikely. I mean, come on. Like maybe maybe there's like a, like some miracle story there where it works out, but I don't know. I gotta take it's, this call. Oh, it's I'm so sorry. Oh Hang on. So I mean, actually, P Flex, like you do hear a lot about autopilot. Yeah. You know these days, and also if and the people do pilots do train on flight sim, and if this guy's done like thousand hours of flight sim, maybe he maybe he'd be okay. I think. Um, well, just, a helicopter just, and no just training would be harder. Bear right? in mind that he's saying that he's played a lot of Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Right. Like, uh, he says, I've played flight sims and Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Fucking the fact hell, that he's throwing that. Star Wars Rogue Squadron in as a, as qualification, that's what makes me discount Wait, Alex's okay. claim. I, this I was not aware of, the Rogue Squadron thing. Yeah. I've <laughs> only just come back. Sorry, I had to, to take a quick phone call and I just caught the end of that. So he thinks because he watched Rogue Squadron that he's hey, no. Qualified. He's saying he's played a lot of Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh, he's played a lot. Yeah, and he's oh. adding that in as yeah. qualification. That's honestly rather than add to his list of qualifications, that makes me doubt him more. That's yeah, like no, but, a CV okay, that I'm otherwise to think looks this, good. I'm starting to think this is a joke. No, now, I don't think it do is. I mean, dude. like, and he's basically using it as an analogy for the deer. Trust thing, me, you see, this, this lad is. We might have just fallen into his no. Trap. No, this lad's genuine. No, I reckon he's. I reckon he's joking. I reckon he's, he's got, got a little smile joking, on his face. Right? He's got to be right. No, because then he says the kind of stuff that uses the plane invert Y steering wheel control scheme, where you roll left to turn left. Air traffic control is trained to be able to help nobodies in case of emergencies, right? Especially, I'm an aerospace college student, so I might even I know, know like one thing about how planes work. I don't know if air traffic control is trained. I don't know I, if I it don't is trained to help nobody. I don't think air traffic controllers are pilots. No, and therefore I don't think they could just say, "Oh yeah, you know." Rudder down. Just point out uh, the ground, mate. I think that's what they do. Just aim for the ground. Uh, this is this is air traffic control. I've played a lot of Rogue Squadron. I reckon I could land you quite safely. So you just uh, roger grab onto that. the flight uh, stick. There. Can I just ask before uh, we uh, get you direct you to uh, land the bird? Uh, have you ever played uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, um, uh, oh, X a or, or higher? Uh, the older versions were not as realistic. Uh, can you confirm, please? Um, sorry, sorry. BA2 to dine. I'm currently fighting a deer with my bare hands. <laughs> uh, I'll be right with you. Uh, copy that one, uh, BA5229. I'm in the middle of a uh, high score run on Rogue Squadron. Uh, I'm going to have to get back to you uh, when I'm done. Uh, thank you very much. Over All right, what's the next one? All right, this is from Freya, um, who is uh, studying anthropology at university. Oh, yeah. Um, I found the discussion about humans and hunting to be intriguing. 
Did you know that humans are exceptional endurance runners? This is the thing I was talking about. We can outrun nearly all animals, including deer, over long distances. So uh, the reality is that most prey animals are dumb. A deer doesn't care that it can headbutt you unconscious with ease. We'll always try to run away. People are providing you of human average fitness, maybe uh, average fitness a thousand years ago. Chasing after it will be enough to kill it. So Freya, again, just, just to put an end to this and so that we don't get any more emails, appreciate it. We are not talking about the animal running away. It is going to fight to the death. End of story. We also End understand that a lot of... Uh... Um, a lot of wild animals have whatever it's called, called the flight distance where they have a varied amount of distance they will come to things like you. If they see a human, they'll, they'll stay a certain distance away and different animals have different levels. Yeah. It's even thought that actually cats have ha domesticated themselves. Um, they didn't even like, they weren't even bred to be um, kind of like, well, I guess they were bred and they are bred now to be specific. But it's, it's you know, and wolves again became dogs because they had a relatively low fear of mm. humans compared to other animals yeah um, and then i think they've got a, a curiosity to them as well which means that uh, they'll go and investigate things i think a lot of animals lack curiosity i think cats have that confidence that they know they're getting away from anything <laughs> yeah they, 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 they can, think they, they can slink away right I think cats, in a way, are the the animal world equivalent of men who think they can fight deer. They just they're very confident, and they're stupidly so. I mean, cats will often. Anyone who owns a cat, you've seen them try to make a jump that you know they can't make. Yeah, get stuck on top of something they thought they could get down from. Do all kinds of stupid shit. They're very confident and curious creatures, um, just like humans. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's all true. Right. Yeah. This is uh, this is from Leona. Um, super relate and appreciate the anger on behalf of your eldest daughter and the Duke of Edinburgh experience. Thank you, Leona. Uh, I honestly think that every Duke of Edinburgh instructor is a cunt. That's Leona's words. Right. I was 15 doing a super intense, difficult, genuinely dangerous hike in the middle of fucking nowhere with a group of people who'd never done anything even slightly resembling hill walking before. The instructor knew our background and fitness levels, yet still decided to take us the most difficult route. Laughing in reply as we voiced our concerns. We set off with those stupidly massive bags, which had to include shit like a kettle and a gas stove each. About three or four hours in, he begins to continuously yell at us that we're taking too long, expressing his annoyance anytime someone needed a break and berating the people at the back for not putting any effort in. He became visibly angry because even the fittest of the group are struggling to keep up, so he says that he's done and proceeds to storm off over one of the hills, fully out of sight. He was the only adult and the only one who knew where we were actually going and the only one with a full first aid kit. We didn't well, have... he doesn't sound like the only adult. He sounds like a twat. Yeah, we, don't, we didn't have proper maps because the area had no official routes or trails, so we only had the general direction we saw him fuck off towards to go in. We were alone for at least three hours, and I honestly think we just got lucky that we eventually found the right spot. When we got there, the guy was sat picking his toenails and acted like he hadn't just abandoned a group of teenagers in the middle of the Scottish Highlands. That is a fucking disgrace. Yeah, that, that is. is an absolute disgrace. If somebody did that to my kids, um, I would want to murder them. Yeah, that guy though is running a Fortune 500 company now. <laughs> so, you know who's 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 turned out better. God <laughs> damn it, that guy! I am angry. He's an ambitious go-getter. Yeah. You know, he's got he's a go he's Duke of Edinburgh. And he's going for it. I want to read his LinkedIn. I really uh, want to read his LinkedIn. I bet it's, it's yeah. That's how you do it. You climb the corporate ladder by leaving your Being a cunt. people in the dust. You know, this oh. is what it is. You know, it's, it's uh, how you get ahead. Very, you know, very. It's the art of the deal. You know. Yeah. I'm just, uh, just, I'm just here to do the opposing viewpoint, <laughs> guys. <laughs> you know, before we all shit talk this guy. You know, no, fuck no, him. no, He's we're all dude. with you on this one. Yeah. Well, I, I don't get why um, people um, do that job, like if uh, if they're that yeah, angry about what, it. Find and something else to do. Is there not yeah, somebody else that works there that can sort of spot this behavior and get rid of them? Just say, you know what? I mean, if I went to pick up my daughter and that's what she told me had happened, that guy's either getting fired or there's a fucking lawsuit. It's yeah, as simple as that. absolutely. A hundred fucking percent, probably both. And yeah. they are at the very least getting reported. That is ridiculous. That's stupid. Yeah. I don't. Right, I, also, I really don't get the let's do it on hard, right? Because these days... It's meant to be a bit you, of fun. I, I it's, just, it's just an experience and it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be like a... It's it's not meant to be easy, but it but at the same time, it's not meant to be so hard that you're upset. Right. Like it's just do it on the easiest setting and then make your own fun, especially when it comes to anything physical yeah. like this, right? Because you know, it's going to be it's going to be hard at the lowest tier, right? At least for me it is. <laughs> But I feel like, like for example, like going going on holiday. Um, you know, people. Some people I used to go on holiday with planned like three things for the day. They're like, we're gonna do get up early. We're gonna do this thing. Yeah, then we're gonna do this yeah. thing in the afternoon. Then we're gonna do this thing in the evening. I'm like, 
And nowadays, I'm like, my rule is like, we're going to do one thing a day, right? Whether that plan maximum of one thing per day, even if that's the thing in the evening, because like, yeah, it's just uh, the rest of the time you can just fucking chill and, and it, that's enough. Do you, know I mean? yeah. you don't have to like cram in I agree. stressy actions because it kind of ruins like some people like don't realize that the, the Sometimes it's just best to just chill and fight, make your own, you know, just, I don't know, be, be more relaxed. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. Wise words from Lewis there. Wise Fumbling, lutes. but wise. Wise, wise Fumbling. lutes? Wise, wise words. Wise lutes. <laughs> wide words. <laughs> wide lutes. Wide lutes. Wide lutes. Uh, all right, this is from Dom. Um, uh, greetings, uh, big fan, blah, blah. Here's a question. That's their words, not mine. Here's a question my girlfriend and I recently debated. Would aliens understand maths? At what level? And could we use it to communicate with them? This is taking into consideration the universal rules of maths that some considered were discovered instead of invented. Um, yes. Yep. In answer to your question, yes. Um, yes. They would. One plus one is always going to be two. I think as long as they have, um, and the ability to understand maths. The question is, how do you communicate with them? And in a book I'm reading that uh, Ben actually recommended to me called Children of Time, which is fantastic. It's, it's the first of a trilogy of books. Absolutely brilliant. It does cover the whole aliens understand maths thing, because whilst I don't want to go into any detail, but there is some communication involving maths. But once you've done that, it's like, all right, what now? So we understand that there is a common language, which is mathematics. But what could you actually do with that in terms of telling them about yourself or, how, you know, any other detail beyond do you also agree that this is these are prime numbers and this is the sequence and they would say yes we do and you'd be like great like that would be the extent of the conversations you would lay out all your mathematical principles and everything and they would be the same as theirs presumably and then where do you go from there like you couldn't have a conversation with someone just in maths because it has to translate to something else it would be like trying to read machine code so you you would need a, a language beyond it that you could understand as, as as intelligent beings but at the same time i also like the idea of uh, some like some holes in knowledge, right? Like I like the idea that based on what kind of alien life and where you evolved and the things you need and and require for your species, and also in a sense what's in demand. Mm. You know, uh, everything is driven on on this planet by demand, right? If people want something and it's then then we will push down. That's why we've got so much technology when it comes to phones and and the the, the directions that we've gone. Um, and there's holes in our knowledge of things that are less of a problem. You know, like not too many people have this disease therefore the fuck we don't know how to fix it right if because it's not worth our time putting right. in that effort right for 10 people to spend billions to develop a cure for this disease right and so in a sense like it's possible that um this is explored a little bit in um the book i read over over christmas the the one you recommend the andy weir um one oh yeah the, um, yeah it's quite the, fun um, the yeah it was it was long shot or project project, project hail mary project hail mary yeah yeah where they meet these aliens like not really spoiler but um and the, the aliens have like not necessarily the same overlapping knowledge as humanity yeah, does yeah, very so different. they know things we don't but we know things they don't which yeah. is kind of really interesting because um you know it's like it, it puts it into perspective we just assume aliens to be omniscient and to know everything we do right um but i, I like fact, the fact that they're basically yeah. equivalent in many ways like we're, we're both on in the same kind of boat but that they arrive because the thing is that the whole point of science and maths i think is that you were looking not for truth relative to your species like gravitational waves for example there's a lot of stuff this ligo project and a lot of stuff that's going on with gravitational waves at the moment which is very very interesting that's not unique to us that has no bearing on whether we are mammals or some crystalline species or whatever if you get to the level of understanding and intelligence that we are at or higher this is still going to be something that you can observe and understand and measure those these are phenomena that exist outside of any constraints that are biological and maths is the same there's no way that us alien species could decide that one plus one isn't two because that's inconsistent with reality. And whilst they might have a different way of displaying these things and understanding it, the fundamentals of mathematics are so fundamental that they, they, there's no way around them. They are what they are. It's not like we invented addition. We just began to understand how you can combine numbers and use them in certain ways. But like the guy said in the email, it's a discovery, not an invention. Yeah. So they would discover it too. Well, at the same time, though, they'd only discover the things that are that in they that needed. Yeah, exactly. route to the core principles that explain the universe, right? And uh, and and allow them to get the technology to get into space for of the course. first time, right? 
there's a huge amount of things you need to know to build a, a spaceship or you know get to the bottom of the ocean and you know if you want to do that it's this gradual improvement of of, of knowledge and and yeah we do a lot of pure maths for fun i think a lot of i watch a lot of mathy mathy youtube number file and shit like do, that yeah yeah all these i watch all those things they're great and they're fascinating to me and i don't understand honestly like I usually with them for like the first three minutes of the YouTube video <laughs> yeah. and then they lose me. <laughs> Same. This is a little bit like when I was doing maths at school. I was with them for a bit and then I lost them. Yeah. And I just about made it through to the end of the lesson. Do you know I mean, I feel like that's generally my feeling. I've never quite been fully, but I, I, I'm fascinated by, I just like the soothing smart people juggling numbers and making connections and things. And so I, th I think like maybe there's some puzzles or some mathematical things that they haven't solved or, it's possible. or even needed to think about and therefore it's possible um, but but, but uh, in the same way that we could we could have lost that stuff too right i'm sure humans are solving puzzles and then not thinking it's important or publishing it but we've got no way to reference it and then other maths professors are independently coming up with oh the same problem having to solve it again but it, 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 but if it's not like something that's a core problem, um, or 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 a core a core like roadblock in technological progress, then yeah, I don't see I don't see why we couldn't have different different paths. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true, but I still think a lot of it is just is is fact rather than opinion, and it, I think any any common facts are something that another alien species could discover. Oh, like gravity. Absolutely. I mean, gravity exists. They would understand that, and would if they're going into space, would understand. The maths around gravity, like they would have had to have come to the same. Uh, they may well have used different scales in the same way that we we have picked things that we feel appropriate to us, right? In a sense, like you know, um, water f freezes at zero or a hundred, but also we got the Fahrenheit scale, which which has a different frame of reference, right? Oh yeah, all that of that could be wildly different, but so exactly, and so but all of our measurements and factors are based yeah. on things that we we'd like to think will be. What if the alien that you meet is like the alien's equivalent? of Christians against science or something, you know what I mean? And then they just- <laughs> How do they get into space? Well, I don't know, but what if what if that's the one that you meet and uh, they're not a very accurate representative of their <laughs> their species or their whatever, you know? It's true, like, yeah. Uh, you well, might you fucked. might get unlucky and meet uh, like, a, you know, a dud. A dud Purge one. Like a conservative one. Yeah. Purge the Xenos! That's all they're saying. It's like, what? Oh my god, you might meet like the alien Kyle Wonka. Yes, um, you might. Wonka. I am Carl Wonka from <laughs> Planet Football. Yeah. This alien is lacking charisma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another email here, chaps. This is, uh, this is a short one, but it's something that we talked about last week. Trombone lung. What did we decide trombone lung was? No, 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 we were just talking infection. about it. Yeah, we were talking about how the, you get these fungal things in places where, you know, there's hot air and water going yes, into the trombone. moisture. Too Regarding much. the trombone lung discussion, somebody sent us a list of horrible lung infections you could get or something. I thought you might be interested in these um, inventions for brass instruments that were created during COVID to make up for the fact you can't wear a mask while playing, but obviously you're blasting covid -y breath everywhere. I've just sent you a link there. Open that. That will take you to the page for the KYT music instrument bell cover, eight inches for standard trombone, alto horn, baritone, saxophone. You put right. it over the end of the trombone and it catches the, the flecks of, of trombone lung that get, and COVID that gets sprayed everywhere. So there oh are solutions God. to these problems. What a specific thing to make. Yeah. Incredible. Just for people who don't, this looks like um a, a, one of those hats that you wear, you pull over your head, you know, it's just like a just like a cover. It's a cover. It's, 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 it's like a it's like a crappy little cover. Um, crappy. The KYT musical instrument uh, accessories company makes only the finest uh, trombone alto horn eight inch covers, Lewis. Although of course other brands are available. Yeah. But does it reckon it changes the timbre? Tombra though, because they put normally have like they put stuff on the in the in the horns like that changes the way it sounds. I, I can't remember what they call it, but I think I think they call it a mute. I, I could be wrong. Some muso will email in. It's like that thing they they put over like a trumpet. It's like a wah wah. It goes like wah 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 Yeah, the wah wah mute. I, I, I think it's called a mute. Anyway, someone up, someone. You are you are. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, There's different different ones. Well, all right. This is a good one. This is from Sam. This is an embarrassing childhood story, which immediately caught my eye because I love those. Hope you enjoy this. I was nine years old 
at my local leisure center when uh, they put on a giant inflatable obstacle course in the swimming pool. I'm loving it, but due to the amount of kids, we have to queue up to get on it one at a time. After a couple of goes, I'm hyped to get on it again. I'm in the queue, swinging my arms around like I'm on crack. That's because he's nine years old and he's excited. That's what they do. Woo! Yeah. In front of me is an older teenage girl minding her business in the queue. Suddenly, one of my 360 swinging arms goes wayward and I find myself slapping her right on the ass cheek. The cracking sound is monumental and everyone turns around to see what it was. The look of disgust from the girl still haunts me today as I babbled an apology. To top it <laughs> off, all of our family and parents who'd taken us were watching from the sidelines and I'm pretty sure I made eye contact with her dad. I spent the rest of the event <laughs> sheepishly taking my turn on the inflatable obstacle. Uh, Sam, I'm sorry to hear we're that. We're now married with two children <laughs> yeah. and we all we uh, we often look back her. on this And we can incident. all laugh at the time we met. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes in the well, bedroom, I still smack that ass <laughs> so really my hard on our uh, inflatable bed. <laughs> uh, so I, I have a similar story. This is when I was doing my work experience. I worked in, in Richmond, not far from here. And I worked for a small company. And the first week I was there. This is you. You're week, swinging your arms around. So excited <laughs> is this, to get is to this work. actually a story about you? Or you're not yeah, reading yeah, somebody yeah. else's. No, this okay. is me. This is me. Um, and uh, I would have been, oh, let me see. I would have been 19 or 20. And I'm at the company. And at the end of the first week, I've, I've barely got to know everybody at this point. My boss, a very tall lady, very attractive, uh, was was there. Oh, I didn't say where we were. We were on like a, a team building exercise. Right. Sure. Um, so there's like 30 people there, all in the office, and we all had to do these active sort of run around here, climb that. We had to do the jousting with the big Q-tips, all that shit. Yeah. Um, sure. Anyway, it was a laugh. One of the moments we had to run, go around a pole, and then come back. I'm running. We're all running. And as I reach the pole, I, I sort of pinwheel my arms a bit in order to get some traction so I can turn quickly and get back up the course. As I'm pinwheeling my arms, one of my arms, one of my hands completely cups the breast of, uh, of this lady, right. uh, my boss, really, really cups it, like genuinely, completely by mistake. She sort of gasps and gives me a look and I sort of quickly let go and run off like some kind of <laughs> escaping pervert, charge back and we never mentioned what happened, but she absolutely knows that and I, and I know, of course, that I accidentally grabbed her boob, like full on grabbed it uh, unintentionally. So that was my, it does happen. It does happen. The pinwheeling of arms. It has happened. When, women, um, I'm sure, have all kinds of stories that they could email in about dimes blokes have accidentally tapped Well, their that's boob all fine and everything, but that's never happened with me and my honker. And <laughs> so, I mean, everybody else is getting like, you know. Oh, accidentally touched your boob, sorry, or whatever. Well, nobody's ever accidentally touched my schlong. So what's going on? Maybe this I'm just in the wrong place. No one's ever accidentally touched my penis either. <laughs> right, but <laughs> what think am I about doing where, wrong? That's, where that's located. Does that happen yeah. to you as well, P-Flats? Because we could... No one's... Because... I don't think anyone's accidentally... Not that I've remembered. Okay, uh, so, so I think... I tell you what, no one's ever touched it deliberately either. Now, I have accidentally touched a couple of boobs right. through clothes. But again, like not... Not knowingly at the time, right. and I wonder how. But how many, on average, are like on average boob touches are accidental, and how, how many are gropers? Right? How many? Because the women get their bums touched and pinched and slapped, and like right, at right. Least it, it used to happen a lot, lot more. It does, yeah. It's very, kind of, it very probably common. still does happen, of course. But I think uh, it, I think nowadays, especially in the workplace, it would be like a lawsuit. You know, you, you'd get fired for well, I hope so. Like if I popped down to Bristol and we were recording, and, and someone walked past, and I just went like and just squeezed their ass, I'm pretty sure I'd get I'd get boob. It out that that would be right. What uh, um, what 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 goes through? Well, I, I mean, I know what goes through somebody's mind, but like, I I would never pinch somebody's ass or anything, or slap yeah, someone's but we're ass not or, like that. or no. I mean, but like, you know, we'd never kill what, anybody. What makes but... people that are like that like that? Because they're it's, fucking dicks. I think I, I think every it. woman I know I've spoken to about this has had a story about some guy groping him or touching him yeah. inappropriately. Yeah, of course. Like. Yeah, we're disgusting. Like, I mean, it, if it's not the hand on leg, you know, it's definitely something, uh, it's something similar, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and it's totally, it's awful. totally not cool. Yeah, of course, it's not cool. But these are accidents. So I, I, I think, think it's one of these, like, it's it's one of those nasty things from pickup as well, which they're like, 
they refer to as kino, which is where you're supposed to like if you're flirting with someone, you're supposed to like physically touch them, like like playfully, like oh, oh and touch them on the arm. Oh like, whereas God! I am like uh, you're not I'm not, a, I'm not a touchy that. person to be honest. Never do that, and don't touch me either. You know, like, like, I don't uh, get touched if by I was you. in a conversation with someone, even if the conversation was going really well. I can't think of a situation where I would be making physical contact with anybody, you know, like, oh, like putting my hand on their shoulder or something like it's just I, I just wouldn't do that to, to anyone. I mean, I wouldn't even yeah. do that to my wife. She'd think that's weird. I, if, I would like be passing someone a drink and I accidentally touch their hand and I'd be worried about it for a week. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? that's like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, all right. Uh, we, yeah. we've, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Don't touch other people, yeah, especially it's weird. If, with uh, well, no, with COVID. Touch them. Gro- touch them. Maybe, but with maybe their if you had a tr- like a cover point. though. Maybe if you had like a stretch over black like um, fabric cover for your whole <laughs> for body. your body, just yeah. a trombone alto horn cover. I'm not so against that. You know, yeah. Like, how many layers of clothing is it okay to touch a boob through? I, I think <laughs> as long as they're wearing plate mail armor, you're okay. <laughs> You can okay, just, you can just poke someone's boob if they've got if they're plate wearing mail plate mail armor. Yeah. Okay. As long as and you've it's got not, a chainmail glove, and you have a chainmail glove, then it's acceptable. All right, solved. This is the. This sure. is interesting. This is uh, from uh, Cheers. Some random scientist. So this is a sciencey one. Right. Uh, the title of the email is Fico Bionics. Fico Fico Bionics. This is right, something okay. to do with. Poop? It is. Augmented poop? It, it is. You'll find out. I've been an avid listener of the podcast for some time and felt that my some of my past scientific work could provide for an interesting story, considering all the poop discussions in the past. Right. I used oh, to work... No, don't worry, it's not bad. I used to work at a biomedical device incubator, and one particular project was focused on a science called fecobionics. There exists a large population of patients that experience fecal incontinence, and scientists are interested in the physical interactions between the various muscles and structures that aid in pooping and the poop itself. The project developed a complex probe that could be inserted in, into a patient's anus, lubricated of course, the probe would then be inflated using saline, and the insides of the patient could be three-dimensionally mapped. The oh patient would then God. be instructed to go through the motions and poop the device out, all the while the device would track meticulously the forces exerted upon it. The device would wirelessly deliver real-time data it was tracking to a computer where the patient's pooping mechanisms could be analysed. Anyway, by comparing healthy poopers to those with some inability to poop properly, we hoped to understand the underlying mechanisms of their problems more. During the early stages of development, I was offered $100 to have this procedure done to me. However, I declined, as I did not wish my co-workers to see me in such a state. Very interesting. And then wow. there is a picture of... I will, I will download this and I will show you the picture. Is it a, is it a balloon poo? No, it's you... don't worry. It's not a bad picture. Is it? Okay. Is it a uh, Dale Chihuly, um <laughs> sculpture? It's not. Yeah. Sadly, it's not. It's this. That's what it was. Uh, oh. So, oh my god! It's it looks the like Titan a, it's like Ocean a, Gate. Titan. So it looks exactly with, like uh, with the, the Ocean uh, Gate Titan submarine. It but... looks like a like a propane tank with a stim inside it. <laughs> that is also what it looks like. It looks like a like a stim from from Tarkov inside the Ocean Gate uh, Titan submarine, <laughs> and you <laughs> shove this up your ass. And as you can see, it's got electrodes and rear pressure sensors and uh, pressure sensors and MPU CPU with wireless transmitter batteries and pressure sensor. Fascinating. Of course. Yeah. Oh my god. All, all to the, figure um, out pooping. Yeah, well, it's important stuff. It is, yeah. Uh, fe- um, poop, poop incontinence is not something I ever considered. You know, like, you, you, you normally, when people say they're, like, incontinent or whatever, you think it's pee. They can't help but pee, but not being able to help pooing would be um, pretty Well, it's a spectrum, right? Pretty like, awful, People with IBS yeah. have, like, bowel urgency. Yes, I mean? yeah, and, yeah. And th- 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 it's kind of, it, it can be a whole thing that develops over time, or it can be a symptom of something. You know, they, they say if you have significant changes in your uh, digestive routine, you should uh, see someone, you know. Yeah. So, you know, keep keep your butts safe, yes. folks out there. Keep yeah, those, mind your um, butts. Go to a doctor and, and mention mention the, the Trifles podcast. Yeah, so yeah, I was listening <laughs> to a couple of old guys talking about poop, and uh, got me they had this thing, this thing that you could put up there that inflated and looks a bit like a, like a submersible with a stim yeah. pack in it. Have you ever? And seen I wanted this? to go into it and explore uh, the 
<laughs> I mean, if you've got really good poop muscles, then we're talking explosive decompression of that thing. <laughs> right. Sailing everywhere. Do you reckon you could crush, <laughs> crush it? We're approaching crush, crush depth of the anus. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of PSI does the anal sphincter I don't know. Well, that, that's why you got to put that object in there and yeah, poop it exactly. out so that they that's can... That's the kind of shit that kind alien mathematicians are trying to figure out. Or they look at us and they're like, they're still on fecobionics. What the fuck? These guys are idiots. They haven't yeah. even figured out how they poop. All right, this is from uh, David and Shurja... Uh, who are tiny penis and gaping vagina havers. They're from Down Under. G'day, Triforce. Every year during my winter, your summer, I'll listen to the three of you bitch about how hot it is in the UK. Yeah. Often I think to myself, they don't know heat. It's bloody cold over there. No, we currently, don't. We're not used to it. Well, you'll find out. He changes his bloody mind. All right, anyway. Currently, myself, wife, and grandfather are traveling around the UK on holiday. Holy shit, it can get proper warm here. Aha! It's not the yeah. temperature is brutal, but like Lewis has said before, the infrastructure is lacking. No aircon. Everything's carpeted. Buildings are designed to keep heat in. Most hotels don't even have a ceiling fan, but why is this the case? Surely I've heard you talk about how horrible summer is for the past five years. Climate change is going to make more heatwave events more extreme. Why won't companies make a change? Why aren't your theatres in the West End equipped with aircon? I was sweating my balls off the other night. Why haven't you got fans in rooms? Please let me give you an Aussie certification that is, it is uncomfortably hot, but also it seems that most Brits just seem to complain and do bugger all year just, in, year out. You just take yeah. your top off, mate, like all of us do. Yeah, just, just complain shake. about it for the one day of the year it happens, and then... That's uh, the issue, exactly. Yeah. So Well, the thing it's is, like, it's gone back to, yeah, it's like 15 degrees yeah, it's outside It's like 18 now. degrees is the peak today. So it's, it's, my, I mean, my flat is still 25 or 6 in it, though. Like It's not cooling down. Right. I've got the windows open, but it's like we, a heat we, trap. We don't have six months of heat. We just don't. And we, no. we never have. And it is only in the last few years. I mean, I was this is funny. I was talking to um, a friend of mine. This is when I was in Stockholm last week. A Suns fan, for any of you who are Dota fans. He's from Arizona. And uh, he said to me, you don't have any air conditioning in your house. And I can't get my head around that. Because uh, there was also terrible air conditioning in Sweden. They're in the same boat as us. It's really nice for maybe, if you're lucky, two months of the year, it'll be like really hot, nice, sunny weather. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's probably overcast or not that hot or there's a breeze and all the rest of it. It's just not worth it. I think it's a big waste of time. Maybe in future years with climate change and stuff, it'll get hotter. It's true. It's more than possible. It's, it's likely. But I don't think at the moment that we could be expected to suddenly have AC everywhere. Some people I know have got it. I know Sips has got it in his garage, and I know a couple of other people who've got one unit here or there, yeah. but they haven't got their whole house AC'd. No, it's a waste I, of money. I have to have it in here because if I'm streaming or, or whatever, I will just be profusely sweating right. all day, any any time of the year. It just gets so hot in here because it's a, just basically a little box, you know? Right. So it makes sense mm. to be comfortable while I'm doing doing this. Uh, but to have it across my whole house would cost a heck of a lot of money, and we just wouldn't we, we wouldn't use it day to day. Even right. even during the summer, we wouldn't use it every day. We would maybe use I it for I a week. I think I've told this story. I went when I was looking at moving flat and buying a place. I was looking at this um, apartment in on the harbour side, and it, I, I don't know what facing it is north facing, south facing, whatever the one. It had these big windows. So it got the sun all day. And it was obviously a place that got so hot in summer that they had to install aircon. Like it came as standard with the place, right? Yeah. And I was like, so, so, so surprised by that. And then what I actually noticed, I've, I've told this before, is that I noticed that all of the, um, like the, the seals around the windows and stuff had like melted. And a lot of other bits and stuff around the flat had like melted in the sun. And it was partly because they'd actually ripped out the aircon whole system at some point. Obviously, it, been malfunctioning or they had kept it maintained or it'd been some legacy system you know like we don't have a lot of aircon companies in this country that do this stuff right or at least do it properly and so it obviously failed at some point they couldn't get the part and then it hadn't been on and then the flat had been so unlivable and hot that it actually melted a whole bunch of like the infrastructure of the flat Jesus. And i was like i was like this place is fucked like were there any steel <laughs> beams in there <laughs> Not melted. Oh. AC can't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, That's so often the thing. I always find this stuff like like it's the same thing with you know oh can't get the parts anymore, mate, for this thing. You know, you know I know the door's fallen off, but we can't get the hinges anymore. I don't make them. It's like well, fucking what do you what do you mean? You know, just fucking figure it out. And they're like, no, no, I have to replace the whole gazebo, mate. Yeah, I it's mean, like, I what? know, I know a lot of people in the states who've got AC and and pools, and I would say fully half the time. There's someone round fixing one or the other. Like all of this shit needs so much fucking maintenance. It's not just like, you know, your boiler you get serviced once a year. If it breaks, it's like quite a big deal. AC, it always seems to be fucking on the fritz one way or another. You gotta get someone out for this, that, or the other. Because if you live in a really hot country, it's just chugging away all the time. Yeah. It's gonna fucking break, man. And it gets all shit in it. Even in, in, in Eastern Canada, the suburbs were so hot, but like it wasn't, um, it was fairly common for people to have, uh, a, like if you lived in the suburbs, uh, it was fairly common for people to have um, swimming pools, you know, like right. this is like middle class families with, with swimming pools, but quite, yeah. like quite a few of them. Like I know like a lot of people I went to school with or whatever, and we just went to normal schools like in our neighborhood. It wasn't like a, a fancy school or anything. It's my my family is was, not wealthy or anything. Um, I mean, I'd say like half of the people at my school had a house with some sort of pool, whether it be in ground or above ground or whatever. It was fairly yeah. common. But if I speak to people over here and I say, oh yeah, I used to go to my friend's house and go swimming or whatever. They're like, whoa, whoa, are you, are you, were you like a multimillionaire? Uh, did you have a <laughs> tennis court as well and stuff? And, and it's really hard to explain that. It's I mean, just we, we actually just so fucking hot that you just need some devices to cool down in, in the summer. Like it's, I think it's, that's definitely a part of it. Like the, the fact that when it's really hot for months at a time, you need some way to cool down. And this is a good way, especially if you've got kids. Yeah. Chuck them in the pool. They yeah, cool yeah, down. Yeah. But you've also got to remember, people have more land. If that's I true, had yeah. a garden 10 times the size and lived out in the middle of nowhere, I might have a pool yeah. but, or a hot tub or something. But we just where the fuck gotta, are we gonna you, put it? Gotta remember as well, this is in the this was in the eighties. So it's, everything was cheap it as was, shit. Everything was much cheaper. They used to actually build big houses, give you big yards and stuff. I know nowadays that's not the case, but when I was a kid it was you were just coming out of the the generation that enjoyed uh, a four bedroom house and two cars right. and working three, working three at a quid. fucking box factory it's, it's, nine it's, to five yeah. Monday to Friday. So it's the same thing in winter though as well. We complain about how cold it gets and we complain about how when it snows the whole country shuts down but it's, again it's I, I realize we're gonna have more of these events but are we like it's probably gonna be cold for the next couple of weeks then it'll be hot for another week and then we're done you know yeah, and we've rode it out most of the time you can tough it out yeah. right in the uk and honestly like what is this so i've got I, i've got like a couple of problems in my flat well one of the, one of the ones is like a couple of the lights have gone and they've got this weird weird square bracket and i talked about it before on something and people said oh they, they sent me loads of pictures and they were like oh lewis it's the LG light socket fixture, or it's oh, this is the fucking WA one hundred and nine, and I'm like, it was none of those. And I googled it and I couldn't find it anywhere, so I just don't have a light there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, just get some lamps. Uh, just get some plug-in lamps. There's also a bunch lamps. of those um, fancy spotlights. I have. I've just got a bunch of plug-in lamps. It's nice. Anyway, I've got a bunch of these spotlights. They're always on the fritz. You know, you can tap them, and they're just the bulbs don't fit yeah, properly, yeah. and they're really, really cheap, and they're shit. And there's tons and tons of these things, right? Anyway, I've got a red, an old dishwasher, which obviously was installed when the flats were built which was probably 30 40 years ago now no it can't be that long 20 years who knows but anyway it looks like an original so i think they converted the flats in the 90s so it must be 20 years old this dishwasher anyway um the the, the dishwasher tray the bottom tray i used to put like um heavy saucepans in there but a couple of the pegs were already broken yeah and the, the pegs have got this like rusty dirty like yeah. wood inside them and it's kind of all moldy Anyway, I was like, oh, fuck, I, I think I fucked this, so I'm going to need to see if I can find a replacement. And of course, I just fucking Googled Man, it. Man, just get a and, new dishwasher, honestly, and for the amount this is of what trouble. I thought, like, it's, right? it's, I thought trying to get a dishwashing tray is like going to be an yeah, absolute absolutely. fucking... It's, that, that is going to be an impossibility. Yeah. Right? So anyway, I did a little bit of Googling. I found one for like 50 quid, um, which, again, I looked at, because it's an inbuilt dishwasher, the only thing I had was the serial number, which, when I Googled it, didn't go to anything. Yeah, they didn't make it um, anymore. And like it just said Curry's Essentials. And I was like, oh, yeah. Curry's Essentials, maybe that's actually a thing. So I did Curry's Essentials dishwasher rack bottom, found one, 50 quid, ordered it, turned up. What do you think happened? Done fit. Fit perfectly, actually. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> actually fit perfectly. And I was like, I could not fucking believe it. It was like it was like the first time that had ever happened. Because um, I was I was ready to take that thing straight down to the bin for or you know, or like try to try to try to I was I was thinking, 
I'm going to try and send it back, but I know they're not going to accept it. You can it. get a brand mean? new Beko uh, dishwasher for 250 pounds, and that's over here. So it's probably even cheaper for you. So you saying I got ripped off on the 50 quid yes. dishwasher? Oh, tray. yeah. Just get, you could have just got a brand new one. Got, get, got rid of the 20-year-old but one. It, but, that it, would... but I think I paid... I, I, I To me, that was, like, worth it, though, because the, the tray... What, I mean, I'd lost, like, I'd say, like, 10 or 15 of the pegs, and it was getting worse yeah. to the point where there was, like, little flecks of, like, rust or something we got it we had an out. older like, oh. older dishwasher where all of the all of the inside the the you know like the the fucking whatever it's like rubbery but it's like hard hard rubber i don't know what the fuck it is but yeah you, it's the same stuff whatever yeah. it was like splitting open and there was like rust and it just looked like shit and it started it was starting to stink and stuff but it was it was an old dishwasher so we replaced it we got a new a new dishwasher and uh, the new dishwasher, you can you can have it on your Wi-Fi in your house. We can like program it and stuff. It's fucking awesome. You could be like, you could be out of your house, go on your phone, and be like, yeah, start the dishwasher. I'm on my way home or whatever. And do, it's do you incredible. reckon aliens have that level of technology? Well, I, I hope I mean. that they do. If they no, want to, maybe they happy. don't. Maybe they haven't needed it. Yeah, but what what aliens? Like what what level are they? Amoeba? No, they don't have dishwasher. <laughs> no. <laughs> They they are <laughs> right. the dishwashers. They they oh. they might not even eat out of dishes. Their whole planet their is just up. dirty plates with like uh, ketchup on and it you, and stuff. And you they threw just feed it in the that. bin. You you got rid of that. You genocided that whole alien race when you chucked that dishwasher out. Oh, you so think there's aliens in the dishwasher? Well, I, you they know, landed, that dishwasher, that dishwasher hasn't ceased to be, Lewis. <laughs> it's probably sitting in a warehouse right now. They're probably perfectly happy. It's probably sitting on some heap somewhere. Um, you know, it's just left, and they're probably. I think they're heaps and heaps and heaps of old sofas, mattresses, garbage, all that and stuff crap is that we've still, dumped on the world. It's still there. That's but that's lovely. It that's takes, lovely. That's nature. It takes a long time to you know, nature gets to reclaim that dumping land. Yeah. You know, just think of the life that's being born in that garbage bin. Yeah, over you know? here they yeah. built a big incinerator, and everybody was like, "Oh man, that's cr that's crazy. We're not going to have any more garbage. We're just going to incinerate all of it." And it, <laughs> they incinerate like maybe five percent of the garbage. Like they just yeah. cannot keep up with the volume. We still also, have it to makes so much pollution landfill. Just we still everything. have to do like all this stuff. Still, tons of like recycling and everything. If they burn plastic, all those bits of fucking plastic end up in the environment anyway, right? Like all yeah. these little, little tiny microscopic bits. You see, you see how they the do. Um, like in the UK, they've got like big uh, processing centers because it's like. There's a fair bit of money to be made now. They melt out, down all the old plastic into like these little pellets. And they, they just have these pallets of uh, like a box with like millions of yeah, pellets yeah. that they send off to factories. And then they can, with each of those pellets, they can uh, reshape it into like a new bottle for whatever, you know, water or ketchup. I, mean, I don't think they use recycled plastic for, for water bottles and things, but... But they do for making like garden. Sure, yeah. Right? Like there's tons of what, stuff that one, they can. One positive thing I I, know, I saw this week was Simon Clark was talking about was we, we, we he came around and we were chatting about stuff and he was talking about how um like something like twenty five percent yeah like look, there's twenty five percent of our daily national grid in the UK is wind. Now power. it is yeah, yeah. There's been a big uh, push to which is huge when you think big, about yeah. it. Like that we can generate twenty five percent of our power from wind. Yeah, we've got these really big banks of um, turbines offshore. Actually, yeah. It's apparently, the North Sea. Have you not flown over them? Super, super windy. They're building that new. They're, it's a, it's incredible. They're building it's that incredible. new um, nuclear power plant in uh, in Hinkley as well, aren't they? You know who's making it, don't you? <clears throat> I think it's the French. It is, yeah. Well, the French. We we don't know how to fucking do the it. The French anymore. do a lot of that. Well, the, the incinerator that they built over here was built by the French as well. Mm -hmm. They just got really the good engineers in France. They know how to yeah, build we, things. We dumped all ours. We were like, we don't care about fuck. Who's going to need to build a nuclear power plant, mate? Yeah, and then the French were like, "Well, we think somebody might retain this now." They got, load, they got tons they're of. Set. They're building like some massive fucking. Um, it's like this huge bunker where they're testing fusion or something in um, in France, and it looks insane. I can't remember the name of it. I'll I'll, I'll look it up and and let you guys there know next a, week. There was but. a. I think it was last year there was a big breakthrough of fusion where they were getting really close. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, um, in China, I think they're testing it as well, Some something similar. But yeah, no. In I mean, th this could be the tipping point. If we can genuinely, if we can crack this in time, yeah. if we can crack fusion power, we can get rid of all of this shit. Yeah. I mean, it's that 
fucking. I hurts. think the French were uh, the, like recently as well. They were testing uh, like hypersonic missiles as well, which they denied. But um, uh, they basically had to. Nukes. They had to admit that that it, it, it's a thing because apparently there was just like this all this evidence pointing <laughs> towards it. But they were like, no, no. Yeah, what so are you, you just talking? follow the direction <laughs> the missile. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've we've tracked the missile. It came from France. Oh, well, uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so do we I want one know. more I email or not? That fusion thing. I think that 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 that's a bit of a that's a bit of a dangerous idea to have. Right? Why? Because well, because you're like, well, we could just carry on burning fossil fuels till we get fusion. No, but no, no, fusion no, no. might never be. I, I agree. What I'm saying is, if we can beat it, if we can get fusion done and actually crack it, it really could change everything. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not saying it, it wouldn't yeah. be an amazing yeah. breakthrough, but I think that I'm not banking saying on it's it. a matter <laughs> no, of time. I'm not banking on it. It I, might I actually it not be possible. Nah, it's it's possible. It's possible. Well, it, maybe not it, in our lifetime. But if we've got this close, we're idiots. If we've got this close, it's possible. We just we just haven't figured it out yet. But I bet we'll get there. Yeah. I do. I do reckon. Oddly enough. Because we've been getting closer and closer, I reckon it could be one of those things where we actually can crack it. Because it's observable, right? Like, we can see that it is a thing that happens, just we need to recreate it. It's not like we've invented this idea. We, we just need to figure it out, how this works, and how to recreate it here on Earth. It's not like some pie-in-the-sky shit. It's not like some guy saying he's come up with the perpetual motion machine. We're like, well, we know that doesn't work. He's actually, this is actually like a thing. Anyway. One more email? No, One more I, email? I have to go. I'm sorry. I, oh, I, you got to go. Okay. I am right, a well, very, we'll very busy um, father and, I've seen all and those husband. Phone calls I know. Again, so. I know. It's like uh, it's like uh, I work like in a solo busy office here these days. There's so much going on. It's crazy. <laughs> Get some help, mate. I know. I, 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 I need some. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for filling us in. Thank you for the right. uh, for the emails and uh, thank you, lads, for for joining me. It was a really interesting mailbag. Really good mail sack. Yeah, really, really nice mails. Mail. Thank you very much, everybody. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yes. Be good to each other. Yes. Bye. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.